Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Dwayne's World. Cam Luke in for the pie. All across the SEN radio network. You can get involved. Very simple. In fact, even simpler. The temper text is fired on up. Make sure you do that. 043398. 1116 or the Werribee Kia open line always open 1300 736 736. Drew McSwain, Australian Olympian, he's not far off as we get into a big summer of athletics. He's going to join me in the studio, but right now let's talk a little AFL. Josh Gablitz joins us, AFL Media. Hello, buddy. Hello, Cam. Always good to jump on and chat a little bit of footy with you, even in December. It's it's December, which kind of feels a little weird, but the fact is Christmas right around the corner. And because of the early start, David King and I spoke about this yesterday. All of a sudden, once Christmas is done, bang, the ball is getting bounced. So while traditionally pre-Christmas doesn't mean all that much, it feels like it's got a little more urgency this year. Yeah, you're spot on. It's exactly the case because uh, they've started back a little bit later. Mm. They've got a, a longer break over the Christmas break. So it's going to come around really quick when we get back in January. I'm looking forward to the first coach to use that as an excuse when the team starts zipping three. But let's start with the Western Bulldogs because there are a lot of questions. Uh, and underperforming Western Bulldogs in the eyes of many, they've gone into an offseason, into a preseason, hell-bent on revenge. Let's start Let's start with Marcus Bontempelli because ankle cleanup means he's going to be a little behind the eight ball. Just a little bit. Cam, he won't be back into full training until January. They were hopeful that he'd start on day one. It's just taken a little bit longer than first expected. But if you're out there next week, you'll see him doing a lot more than he's been doing across the first fortnight. He's been doing heaps inside. I don't know if you've been out to the Whitten Oval, but they've got this sensational new facility, which is almost ready to go. The footy footy part of it is good to go. It looks amazing, and it's amazing inside. And Marcus Bonzapalli's been in there on the Ulster G doing heaps of running. So he's not going to be too... Far away. It wasn't a major setback in the end. And if you look at the dogs at the moment, they've actually got a pretty mm. clean bill of health. Adam Trelaw had minor ankle surgery and he's been doing the full program. Artie Jones had both shoulders reconstructed and he's been training. So they're in a pretty good shape in terms of their health and fitness right now. It's a big one, isn't it? We, we hear so often that surgeries, off-season surgeries, regardless of when they are held, can stop the momentum of a player and then a list. The fact is, now Marcus Bondapalli by far the the best Bulldog, but it is a small number when it comes to qual- uh, quantity. So there are things that Luke Beveridge means he can get his majority of his list kind of together from day dot. Yeah, spot on. And there's been so much change across the off-season, not just in terms of playing personnel with James Harms and Nick Caulfield coming across, Lockie Bramble only signed last Monday when the SSP window opened. But there's been so much change, of course, in that football department with Matt Egan coming across, Jared Geary, 
Daniel Pratt, Alex Johnson. So they've all been on mm-hmm. the track. I saw them out there yesterday running a lot of the sessions. So it is a real fresh feel out at Footscray at the moment. Josh, what we do in the media is we sometimes do overreact, uh, and that is going to happen today, tomorrow, next week, round one, round 19, all the rest of it. But sometimes when there's an overreaction that is good, it gives you positivity to the fans. And the dogs were very active when it comes to trading and making sure they get up on the draft board. And they did exactly that to get Riley Sanders, a young man who was, of course, in a major conversation over the course of the AFL season leading up to that draft. Can play, no one questioning that. But the fact is, hit the ground running and in really good form is a big thing for the red, white and blue. Yeah, spot on. And there's just over 100 days between now and round one. So a lot needs to go right between now and that first game against Melbourne for him to be picked in round one. But I reckon if they're picking the team right now, he's almost in it. He's had such a great start yep. to his first pre-season. It's on the back of an unbelievable 18th year. I mean, his form this year was sensational. It's why he was taken where he was taken, but the dogs are thrilled with the way he's turned up. He came second in the 2K time trial behind Bailey Smith and has really stood out on the track in his first fortnight. So a lot of excitement around him and a, and a fair sense of confidence that he's going to play a heap of senior footy next year. And if you look at the rising star field, it is really stacked. Obviously, Harley Reid, heaps of excitement around him. And even the likes of George Wardlaw and Elijah Sardis still being eligible next year. But I reckon Riley Sanders is going to be one we're going to be talking about in that space across next year. A couple of players I think Bulldogs fans would like to just know about. Sam Darcy, been a really frustrating, interrupted couple of years, of course. We know how talented he is expected and is actually going to be. But how has he looked early doors? He's looked good. He remained in Melbourne and, and trained at the club for most of the off-season. I was told he was one of those players that was in almost every day or every second day. So he's obviously coming off a really frustrating first two years at AFL level. Only to manage the seven games. He's had just so many unique injuries with the, the hole in his lung, the broken jaw, the stress fracture in his foot that just wouldn't go away early days. So he's fit. He's looking strong. It's going to be interesting to see where he's played across the preseason because he's played... A little bit of everywhere across his first two years at the Western Bulldogs in the ruck down back up forward. So intrigued to see where he plays across the summer heading into next year. But he's fit and firing right now. And you mentioned the 2K time trial. Bailey Smith is never never really far away from conversation for about a million different reasons. And majority of them positive. But into a free agency year, we know he's a work machine when it comes to being on the track. And that, that, 2K, time, that 2K time trial that you speak about, Riley Sanders was dominated by Smith, wasn't it? He was. He was first past the post. It's on the back of going to the States with Nick Dacos and having that highly publicised training camp with, with Monster Energy, their personal sponsor. But he's come back in, in great condition. And, I mean, there's obviously going to be so much focus on Bailey Smith across this summer heading into round one because if we think back to the final round of the season, we didn't see him in the end. He was a laid out late in the week ahead of that game against Geelong. And obviously, the Bulldogs didn't play finals. Heading into a contract year, there's going to be a great deal of focus on him. But right now, he's ticking all the right boxes, which is a big positive from a Footscray perspective. Josh Gablidge joins us from AFL Media. You can find all his great work, afl.com.au. CJ gone to Qatar. Did he go by himself? He hasn't gone just yet. He's actually going during the Christmas break. So he's going to go in his own time. And he's going with the long-time... Uh, head physio, Andrew Lambert at Hawthorne, and going to spend the best part of a week over there. And The reason they're sending him at this time of the year is they wanted to get him back to full fitness, and he's almost at that point right now. I've spent a bit of time out at Waverley Park in the last few weeks, and 
doing more and more at the moment. And it's on the back of a really frustrating year. I only managed the eight games in the end with the calf and the Achilles issues that just wouldn't go away. So they're really confident that he's almost back to full fitness. This isn't treatment. It's more for future-proofing his body. They're going to a facility called Aspatar, which Richmond actually just sent Josh Gibkiss to. West Coast sent a few players, including Elliot Yo and, and Jeremy McGovern. It's, it's widely regarded as like the beacon of sports medicine in the world. A lot of really famous footballers from Europe spend time there. So they're hopeful that this is just the, the cherry on the top of, of getting him back and, and keeping him on the park next year because he is such an important player, but he's had so many niggles across his journey so far. St Kilda, how are they looking? Well, I was out there on Monday, Cam, and we do get excited by draftees and new faces. And there was one that won the 3K time trial, Darcy Wilson. He was a first-round pick going back a few weeks now, and he, he, he looks a player. There's a lot of excitement around him and his running capacity. I mean, he came second in the 2K time trial at the Combine. So we can get a little bit carried away by time trials at this point in the year, but he's made a great start like Riley Sanders, and he just beat Marcus Wintager and Mateus Filippo in an entertaining 3K time trial. Not many clubs do the 3Ks anymore, so it was interesting to see them do that out at RSCA Park. And unlike the Bulldogs, they've actually got a stack of players in the rehab group mm. right now, and some really key players, including Max King and Jack Steele and Brad Crouch and Mason Wood. They're all sort of a, a month or so away. So come January, most of them will be back to full training. Big one is Max King. They think he might actually be back to full training as soon as next week. So it's coming off further shoulder surgery at the end of the season. He had so many shoulder issues across the past 12 months. So that'd be a big plus if they can get him back in the main group before Christmas. The surgeries, which has been well documented, is a big thing for me at St Kilda because they did such a great job of hitting the ground running the start of this year. And they were able to springboard that momentum into what was, in the end, a, a really successful year. I know the finals or the final wasn't exactly uh, what they had hoped, but the fact is that they were able to kickstart their year with that list and it was able to carry through. If you have that surgery and you can't get your key players, you just mentioned, going up nice and early, it can snowball the other way. So hopefully the Max King news and Steele and all the rest of them off surgery are sooner rather than later because I think it's, it's key for St Kilda to be able to flag a fair bit of confidence and momentum from the first bounce? It's a good point. I think they've had the most surgeries from the Victorian clubs, at least, to my knowledge at this point. So as long as it doesn't get closer to February and there's still a, a large chunk in the rehab group, Mitch Owens is doing a little bit on the side in the rehab group at the moment, and he's coming off such a good year. So there's just a the handful of them that are a slight concern at the moment, but not a concern if they're all back up and going at the start of January. And Tim Membry was back on the track Good. On Monday, he spent a lot of the off-season training at RSCA Park, been a real permanent fixture in there. So he did the two, uh, the 3K time trial, and he's up and running, which is a big positive. Outstanding. Hey, before I do let you go, uh, Lockie Sullivan has been an outstanding VFL player. His last two years have been nuts. He's, he's widely regarded as one of the best in the VFL, 30 touches a game. And he's now, well, the, the thought was maybe he might have ended up somewhere else, but he's ended up at Collingwood as part of is about five or six players nominated or invited down to train. Talk to me about Lockie Sullivan and, and where he goes from here. Well, Cam, it sounds like you're all across Lockie Sullivan. He is one of the best midfielders in the state leagues. He's 26 at the moment. I would like, after the draft, that maybe the ship had sailed for him because the Western Bulldogs did show a little bit of interest in him. They've shown in the past that they do look at Footscray and they do promote from within, but they overlooked him. And they used their SSP spot on Lockie Bramble. So there was a fear that maybe 
his final chance had gone past him. But Collingwood have picked up the phone in the past week and he started there yesterday. And they've really embraced the, the pre-season supplemental selection period this summer. They've got six players trialling, which is a big, big number. Obviously, they've got three spots plus the damn stay spots if they open that. So they really can have four between now and that deadline in uh, in mid-Feb. But Lockie Sullivan, a, a real star. Won the MVP at VFL level this year. Won his second best and Ferris came third in the Liston Trophy. He's been a star for a long time at VFL level. And there are a lot of people at that level that really want to see him get an opportunity. So hopefully it goes his way across the summer. Big thing is, I, I look at it, and there's a lot of players in the VFL or at state leagues right around the nation that continually get big numbers, do great things, play in good teams, be you know, best and fairest winners or, or team of the year representatives. And then they don't get opportunities because AFL clubs look at the negatives or find a weakness, whatever it might be. We did that with Michael Gibbons or clubs did that with Michael Gibbons year in, year out. They finally give him a crack and he played some good footy for Carlton. I can see Lockie Sullivan being similar. I, I, again, there's clearly a weakness or two that AFL clubs are a little nervous about. But if he ends up on that list at Collingwood and he fights his way in and gets an opportunity, I think he's a guy who'll play good AFL football. I'm with you. I'm a huge Lockie Sullivan fan. Love what he's done at Footscray level. He's probably going to be going head-to-head with Jack Vitale, who is delisted by St Kilda. He's also trolling for a spot. So intrigued to see how they go there. And Campbell Husslate is the other one, captain of Collingwood's VFL side, who's also trolling alongside Josh Air. So you can see some of the matchups here in terms mm. of the trial spots, which is all part of this. I mean, Collingwood's got a really diverse mix that are trolling ahead of Christmas. Sam Sofranides is the most niche one. He plays at collisions in the Amos and has been a star at that level for some time and has been invited to trial as well. So, intrigued to see what they do, but they've got a lot of confidence on the back of Oleg Markov's success this year. They didn't sign him until February and come the end of September, become the Premiership player. No doubt. Hey, Josh, as always, appreciate your time. You're a big part of SEN, huge part of Sports Day, and of course, Sunday crunch time. If we don't talk prior to Christmas, have a great break. Enjoy it and look forward to hearing you a lot more on SEN in 2024. Thanks, Cam. Always good to chat. AFL Media's Josh Gablich. Jump on afl.com.au to check it all out. A quick break. Plenty more Dwayne's World next.